Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, guys? We are live post-game after our first road victory of the season. We're going to talk about this game, break everything down. Sammy, start us up. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. Touchdown, Titans! He is the baddest man in the NFL! He just took her to the house. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, sick. All right, guys, here we go. We're going to talk about our first road victory of the season. Everyone was all over Vrabel. I, I saw in the first half, you know, with the um, with the blunder he had right before halftime. But this team really put it together. They really played for him. 15 points in the in a final three minutes of the game. Two back-to-back two-minute two minute drives for touchdowns by Will Levis-Vin. What do you think about this game? I mean, listen, <clears throat> nobody expected us to win. I didn't expect it. I know you I didn't, didn't expect it. I know, I know Sal didn't expect it. I don't think anybody in the Titans Twitter, Titans realm, Titans fan base – Thought we had a realistic chance to come in here without Jeffrey Simmons. Um, you know, Christian Fulton, I know he hasn't been all that great, but he's still probably one of our better cornerbacks, unfortunately. We were without him, without Jeffrey Simmons. Um, I didn't think we would win. We were without our, our Pro Bowl punter. Um, I didn't think we had a chance. And then as the game went on, we were in the game, and then we went down 27-13. You're like, all right, typical Titan shit. You know what I mean? It's, um, you know, more of the same. But I'll tell you what, for Will Levis to do what he did and take us down the field twice and show us that he has the stones and the gaudies to do what he just did was worth falling back a few spots in the draft. Because let's be realistic. Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably a pipe dream from the start. Maybe if we got lucky. But I don't think he slides past three. I think Arizona probably takes him at three. I don't expect them to win, you know, maybe one more game. We're not taking a quarterback. We're going to end up with one of these tackles probably, Brock Bowers maybe. And that's okay because guess what? What's most important is to know that Will Levis is our guy going forward. So whether we're picking five, six, seven, eight, if we can just do everything right by this kid – in the draft, in free agency, a bold prediction. He will be a top five quarterback in the league as soon as next year. Similar to a jump, I think that uh, to compare him to Carson Wentz, but remember his second year in the league when he went on that tear and was going to be the MVP till he got hurt? I think that's the kind of jump we can see Will Levis take from this phenomenal rookie year he has shown us in this short sample size to next year should we do the right thing by him i haven't seen a titans quarterback with that much fire in him since i i don't i don't even know i, I know mariota didn't have that kind of fire jake locker was exciting that was short-lived 
you know, I haven't seen a quarterback with this much passion on this team, and it's refreshing to see. We deserve it. The Titans fan base deserves it. Titans organization deserves it. We've been waiting for this for a long time. I am so very proud of this kid. I wasn't a believer, and neither were you. Yeah, absolutely not. <clears throat> I will I'll be first to tell you. You know, we could say Sal was, but Sal loves every quarterback we've ever taken in the history of the franchise. We love you, Sal. Come back soon whenever you're done doing whatever you're doing over there, buddy. Um, but this kid has done everything to prove us wrong. You'll love to see it. I'll let you go now. No, it's it's just it's like I said, you you hit everything on Will Levis. I'm really gonna kind of break down the game um from start to finish. In the first half, you know, everyone was calling, you know, it, it was a 10-10 ball game, you know, 13-10 and everything. And then I, I made a tweet out that I said, um, so you have three timeouts with a minute and 44 left, and you're going to concede drives by running the ball three straight plays and trying not to get a field goal or try to even get into scoring position to score a touchdown. So everyone's like, oh, yeah, Mike Vrabel, that's your boy. Yeah, absolutely it is. You know what? If it wasn't for the third third down holding, I think it was, or was it – was it holding or was it offsides on Ray Dunes? It would have been a manageable third and two right there. So we would have still had the ball right uh, right before halftime if it wasn't negated by that penalty. So, yeah, I would like him to throw it a little bit uh, more on that uh, going into halftime for that. But into the second half, the play calling changed with um, Tim Kelly. We got more – we got uh, D-Hop way more involved in the second half. Got more um, aggressive for sure. De- definitely got more aggressive. But coming down to it, it's the offensive line consistently false starts. I mean, if we're going to negatives to positives here, consistently false starts, you're, you're behind the change first and 15 constantly. Um, it's a makeshift offensive line again. Did, um, did uh, your boy Dylan uh, a Brunskill play or he can't, he left the game. Cause I saw the other guy, number 72 come in. I'm not entirely sure dude, to be but honest. Either way, it's a makeshift offensive yeah, line. It's a revolving door. With Will Levis doing what he's doing in the past game, stepping up in a pocket, he used his legs a lot more um, in, in today's game, which I wanted to see a little bit because I, I texted my brother uh, early into this game. I kind of see a Josh Allen-style play with him in the first half. Yeah. Mike Grable calmed him down a little yeah. bit. You know, you know, lowering his shoulder, trucking uh, Jalen Ramsey. I love to see it. I love the emotions that he was showing. But um, I, I don't want to see that from my quarterback as much. I want to fight a little bit. But um, just to th- throw the comparisons out, what you, what you said with Carson Wentz to Josh Allen. I mean, e- either way, besides the Carson Wentz, you know. But I, yeah, I, I mean, the, listen, the Philly man. MVP season was good. Yeah. But um, going into a back-to-back drive, leading up to it, down 14, we were the – um, the Titans k- came back the, f- the first team in 767 games to score 14 points in three minutes. We outscored yeah. the Dolphins 15 uh, nothing in the last three minutes. I mean, it was great all the way around. You, you could see that the players want to play for Mike Vrabel. They're not giving up on Mike Vrabel. So, I, I, I mean, we, we played the Dolphins last time really well, too. We held them to zero touchdowns in, th- in three quarters as well last time we played them. So maybe Mike Vrabel has the niche for that speed offense. He had it when Tyreek Hill was in Kansas City, kind of shut him down as well so i mean a lot of positives coming out of this game going forward yeah i agree with your sentiment on will levis you know you want to it's got to be controlled aggression you know we we love to see him put his body on the line he did it against the colts where he dove for the first down and got upended got hit high got hit low and then landed it and did the first down we love to see that he put he put Jalen Ramsey into a downward facing dog position when mm-hmm. he trucked him, and I love to see it. Ramsey is probably a Hall of Famer. 
I never really liked him. Obviously, he was a Jaguar for a while. I think he's just a punk. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys you like when he's on your team. You know what I mean? But to see our rookie quarterback take on a future Hall of Famer head on, get the best of him, and then lower his shoulder again, you know, a few plays later, you love to see it, but you want to control that because you don't, that'll never, it won't last forever. It won't. So you love to see the passion and the aggression from him, but you have to control it. Um, then let's let's give some props to the defense. Absolutely, I mean, we we've been tough on Howard Landry. You know, we're not going to talk shit on Sal because he's not here to defend himself. But he's been down on Landry all year. I kind of was at times, but also knew that he is coming off an ACL injury. He seemed as if he has been getting more into his um, old ways. You know, when I say old ways, in a good way. Yeah, bending. That's bending, what he was known for. You know, huge. He had another sack tonight. I think that brings Three. him. To- he had three sacks tonight. Three total sacks tonight? Three total sacks tonight. That brings him got to be close to eight or nine sacks on the year. Or there's still four games left. Um, I think he'll be here to stay next year as well. Um, if we can get primetime Hal Landry back, um, that'll be huge for this defensive line. Danico Autry, I mean, John Robinson's best gift to us in free agency is by far him. You know, had the, the block. Uh, he was the one who blocked the field goal, I believe, in the yep. beginning of the game. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Sean Murphy bunting had a pretty solid game. Mm-hmm. He did get beat a few times a little bit, but guess what? He was covering Tyreek Hill when Tyreek Hill came back in. Amani Hooker, hell of a night, dude. It was hell. it was vintage Kevin Byard by him. Yep, hell of a night by Amani Hooker, and you like to see it because you know he has the ability, but it's every week you don't know which guy's showing up. Yep, you know he's been injury riddled the last few years, but hell of a game tonight. Um, your boy Gibbons. Looks solid. He's a little slow to the edge, but, you know, it is what it is. He does make plays as well. And we did all this without Jeffrey Simmons. I know Christian Fulton's been disappointing, but we did it without him as well. Our secondary is pretty weak, even though he hasn't played that well. We're probably a little better when he is in the game in the secondary than when he's not. You'd rather see him than, you know, a Trey Avery, unfortunately. Shout out Rutgers. No free shout outs. <laughs> um, but just a, just a great game, you know, without – without Jeffrey Simmons, without Ryan Stonehouse, two all-pro players, and without our best corner in the on our team. When I say best corner, I mean at his best, he's yeah. still probably the best corner on our team. Um, other than that, it's a bunch of mediocrity in the secondary. Murphy Bunting's been hot and cold. Um, but Imani Hooker, hell of a game. Howard Landry, hell of a game. And to, to bring up Vrabel, to elaborate on what you said, you know, I, I've – I've gone on the record saying I won't lose any sleep if they fire him. You know, I think I still think it's a coin flip as to whether or not he he has a job next year with us. Um, I'm starting to think that maybe uh, the locker room wants to play for him a little more than we initially thought. I watched Jeffrey Simmons live uh, Instagram after the game. They were dancing in the locker room, looking like they were having a good time. Um, so I've kind of changed my tune on Vrabel. I'm still frustrated with him at times. Um, just because he kind of looks like a – he always kind of looks like an undercover cop who's worked like 48 hours straight. He just looks tired and confused sometimes, and it's frustrating to see. But we know he can coach. We know he can motivate. Um, this offseason, I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's huge. We can make – we can – we can if we do the right thing this offseason, we can make these last two years forgettable. Like, they never happen. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and to be honest – not to sound overly optimistic, but three of our last four games are at home. We have to play Houston twice. 
Okay. CJ Stroud, we don't know if he's playing next week. We have Seattle at home. We close out Jacksonville week 18 at home. If we win out at nine and eight, there is a possibility we could sneak in to that last wild card spot, not to get overly optimistic because there's a part of you that still wants to pick top 10, top 11, get a premier tackle, Brock Bowers. But then there's a part of you like if they can play the way they played tonight, yeah, especially the best offense in the league. League, yeah. I mean, granted, they were out without Tyree Kill for a while, but we put pressure on them all night. You know, and we did without Jeffrey Simmons, who, in my yeah. opinion, is one of the best defensive players in the league, top three at his position. So you never know what can happen. I mean, listen, if we win next week and we're six and eight, then you can really start to have that conversation. Oh yeah. Granted, I don't want to get ahead of myself because this team, just when you think you're out, you're in, and just when you think you're in, you're out. Tonight's game on the Story of our lives, man. Yep. But what we want to take away from this is is Will Levis. Okay, He is our guy. No ifs, ands, or buts. I don't know if Sammy was joking in the group chat earlier just to get a reaction out of Sal, but <laughs> yeah. if, he was, if you were serious, Sammy – We'll give you a, a fair shot to recant that statement because he is our guy. There's no more debating it. If we keep this kid healthy and upright, and if he can tame his style of play with his aggression, and we protect him going forward, surround him with weapons, the sky's the limit with this kid. I said it earlier when we first got on, he's going to be a top five quarterback in this league very soon starting Without to look like doubt. and it's very scary too because like i said if we surround him and we hit this offseason with a, a, a great a good not even a great yet but a good <laughs> offensive line with tajay spears because derrick henry's uh, um his days are getting numbered now um yeah. tajay spears looked absolutely two great. 90 tonight. yards two, yeah two but 33 yards Henry. 34 yards. He yeah, had some he had key plays. Catch. He had Absolutely. Catch. Not taking anything away from him, but Tajay Spears, this is what I want to talk about, is the featured back now. 90, 90 reception, uh, receiving yards he had, and he was key contributors on the last two drives absolutely. that we had absolutely. going in there. So we have an absolute gem behind Will Levis <laughs> with, with Tajay Spears with a prototypical I'll, type of running back right now. Yeah, you can pat it all you that's want. That's my boy. That's yep. my boy. You, you can claim And I know his family now, too. I'm friends with his dad. I met him at the Tampa Bay game. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I'm thinking about inviting them over for Christmas. I don't know. There you go. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, listen, we'll always be thankful for Derrick Henry. His days could be numbered here. If I had to guess, for lack of a better analogy, gun to my head, I don't think he'll be back next year. Give me a two-year contract, $20 million, $10 million. Uh, I mean, listen. Let him finish out. Otage yeah, Spears, I mean, listen, listen, listen I, I know, but you see what Spears does. Oh, I know. And, and, and you're worried – not you in general, but I'm saying Titans fans, I think a, a concern is we know how good he is, but he's a little undersized. Can he be that feature back? I don't know. I would love to have Henry back at seven, eight million a year. I think it'll be a one year deal if we bring him back for seven, eight million. I think he'll test the market. I think he wants to be here. But tonight it didn't look like he really had that burst that he kind of had last week um against uh Andy. in Indianapolis where he looked he looked fast as he's, he's looked as fast as he ever looked. Um, this week he looked a little sluggish, but he did score two touchdowns. He had that great catch. You know, we're a better team with him. You know, Absolutely. and we go as he goes. But tonight it looked a little sluggish. But Tajay Spears most definitely can play. I mean, 
you know, and then I saw some people talking about like Rand Carthon and his free agency um, signings and how they've kind of been mediocre. But listen, this guy hit on his first three picks in his first draft. Yeah, no, no, I'm going to stop you there. But who, 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 how, who is Levis? Yeah, but what about what about the um the free agent acquisitions? Well, who hasn't hit? That's what I want to know. No, I agree as well. And sometimes I think people just like to grasp yeah. and draw. Brunskill, when he's in the lineup, he's actually pretty solid. Al Shair, one Al of the Shire. league leaders in tackles. Exactly. Arden Key, pretty solid pass rusher. You know, maybe not the best, but definitely not the worst. I would say middle tier, but can play. Um, who else did we sign? Murphy, Murphy Bunting, but like Murphy, I said, he's hitter. He's, he's hitter, also hitter. Listen, we were in a precarious situation this year where we didn't want to completely tank. We believe we still had some talent on the team. Excuse me. So we went out and spent some money on some players that you know might not have been the most popular players. Um, but that aside, you know, I'll give him let's just say a B for our free agent signings because there were some good ones, some you know not so good ones. But for him to hit on his this because that's what's most important. The teams that have su- sustained success are the ones that draft well. Exactly my point. Why we're in purgatory because the last three drafts sucked. A hundred percent. So for and you have to hit on your first three, four picks, okay? Because those are your. I mean, listen, you're gonna have your diamonds and your off your fifth, sixth, seventh round picks, but you need to hit on your first three, four picks. And he okay. seems like in his first year as GM, Skaronsky can play. Well, Levis, we know what he can do. Tajay Spears, we know what he can do. So in his first offseason, he's made some pretty solid free agent signings and has really knocked it out of the park with this draft. Yeah. So, And your boy Jalen Duncan could be a swing-type player. Swing. Yeah, not a starter. Yeah, listen, he's a good depth guy. He's a rookie, to like too. A, Yeah, comparable to like a Dennis Kelly. And it seems like Vrabel likes him. Yep. You know, he said he liked that. He was crying after the last game because that he means cares. He, wants, he cares. He wants to play well. Probably will be a swing player, good depth at the position. Um, but I mean, listen, we, we did well in this draft. Um, you know, we did decent in free agency. This next upcoming draft and upcoming free agent market is what's going to determine our next, you know, potentially not decade, but seven, eight years. You know, if we could hit in the draft, hit in free agency set up Will Levis for success, sky's the limit. I mean, listen, it's funny, though, because we've had so many of these talks. Like, after the Bengals game, we were talking about we can beat anybody. You know what I mean? After the Falcons game, we can beat anybody. Then we shit the bed in Tampa. We lose a game to Indy that we probably should have won. We could have beat them twice, to be honest with you. Um, so if a few things went our way, no, New, New Orleans. Orleans. New Orleans, I'm just going to say that. New Pittsburgh, Orleans. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Tampa. And the Colts so Tampa, we got our ass, Tampa, we got our ass beat. Tampa, we got our ass right. beat. We scored yeah, six yeah. points. They killed yeah, yeah, yeah. So three but games both, we're looking at. You know, both indie games, Pittsburgh and New Orleans. That's four games. Okay? And that's the – and listen, I'm not making excuses because the NFL, you know, the difference between 6 and 11 and 11 and 6 is this much. Absolutely. Okay? And if those few things go our way, even just half of those games, we would be what? seven and six instead of five and eight. It's neither here nor there at the moment, but this team at its best, I think can compete with just about anybody. Cause the NFL is wide open this year. I mean, you have your 49ers team, Besides them, you, have, you have your Dallas, you know, you have your Baltimore and whatnot, but Casey's vulnerable. Buffalo's vulnerable. Miami's vulnerable, you know, so anybody can really get beat 
And this kid that we have behind center is playing with the confidence, the swagger of a 10-year veteran who has been in the league. You'll love to see the passion. You'll love to see the stones to take the team down the field twice. Shout out DeAndre Hopkins. Anyone who thought he yeah. still couldn't play, you were wrong. I hope he, we bring him back. I hope we don't release him and he's a cap casualty because we want to get a little younger. What's he at now? Can someone look that up for me, Sammy? Maybe 900 had, yards and five or six touchdowns? He, he's he got a, No, he's got six touchdowns, and he had 779 going into this game, and he just had 120, 134. Yeah, so he's over 900 yards and six yeah. touchdowns with four games left. Yep. So we know he can play. Um, let's not take any let, – let's let's put this more into perspective here with Will Levis saying that he's our guy. Miami's got a pretty damn good – uh, defense over there with two Pro Bowl cornerbacks and Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. Plus you got, you got Christian Wil- uh, Wilkinson in, in the front. So and you got Bradley Chubb too. So he stood in he stood in the pocket with that with that offensive line and was zinging it to DeAndre Hopkins and, and Nick Westbergina, but not the um, Traylon Burks. Where has Traylon Burks been since he came back? It's it's it, I'm done with him, man. Sal wants to talk about he's done with certain players. I'm done with Traylon Burks. He, he's just a non-factor. One one catch again for one yards. Uh, you you have to be able to prove. He looks than, slow tonight, man. Yeah, I mean, literally. He he he. Even Sal said something on Twitter that he looks slow. I mean, and it's just not the player we saw in training camp every day. It was Teron Davenport, Jim Wyatt, um, Buck, Reesing, just highlights of him in every day in camp. Kyle Phillips big, is another one. Big, fast, and physical down the field. Kyle Phillips, yeah. done with him, too. He probably yeah. won't even be on the team next year, to be honest. Um, Traylon Burks, you're not going to get rid of him just because you're paying him next to nothing over the next two years. I doubt we pick up his fifth-year option after next year. No, you're definitely uh, not. Definitely not. But, you know, listen, we're going to have all this money. I think Mike Herndon tweeted it. We'll have $85 million, I think, in cap yeah. space. And the cap just um, went up to 245 too. Yeah, and, and we'll still probably have – I mean, listen, if we went out and go 9-8 and eight, make the playoffs, that's fine and dandy, cool. Do I really see it happening? Probably not. But even if we – we're probably going to pick maybe 12, 10 to 13 area, I would assume. Excuse me. Um so you still have the opportunity to get a, a premier player, um, you know, and we have all that money in free agency. If we just get it right, we can be contenders as soon as next year. Because I am telling you, we've reiterated it before. Sal and I talked about it with Tannehill. We know you liked them, but Tannehill can never raise the – Tannehill couldn't make the players around him better. Tannehill needed great players to make him look good. You just saw Will Levis, a rookie quarterback, take a team down the field twice with one legit wide receiver. On the road. Yeah, on the road against, what, the second seed in the AFC? Oh, the first seed at the time. Uh, no, it was Baltimore. Well, they were, well they were fighting for it. They have the okay. tiebreaker, I believe, but they're, they're not it now. So, I mean, you just saw a rookie quarterback take a team down the field twice in three minutes and elevate the play of the players around them. And that's the difference between a quarterback who's mid-tier and top-tier. You know, the difference between, a you know, a guy like Tannehill, a guy like Kirk Cousins, and then a guy like Joe Burrow, a guy like Patrick Mahomes, you know, a, a guy – who am I leaving out? Um, Josh Allen. 
Josh Allen. Oh, even though I'm not the biggest Josh Allen fan, turns the ball over a lot. Still a good quarterback. You know, Rodgers in his prime, Brady in his prime, Manning in his prime. You know, those were players who can elevate the play of the players around him because he got the most, they got the most out of everybody. They believed in their quarterback. And when you see a young quarterback do what Levis did tonight, I mean, how could you not believe in this kid? Wouldn't you want to play with him? You know? So. I mean, listen, it's it, it's getting late. It's twelve twenty three here on the on the East Coast. My wife's sleeping. Well, probably not because we're talking right now. You got three. You got three kids and a wife. So I don't need to tell you. Nope. Um, I said what I needed to say. Will Levis is him. Howard Landry is back. Monty Hooker looked great. Mike Vrabel maybe saved his job tonight. Who knows? Um, but you just it, it's listen. It, <laughs> It wouldn't have been that upset if we lost because it probably would have guaranteed us a, probably a top five or six pick. With the Giants game. winning, too, we would have moved the up the top winning five. winning, too, exactly. So I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer because, you know, we probably put it improved our draft stock if we would have lost. But like we I did, said – We didn't move in a draft stock, by the way, because everyone won no, this weekend. That's true. That is very true. The Bears yeah. won. The Giants won. I don't the know Jets else. won. The Jets won. So, I mean, listen – it was worth falling back a few spots to to see what Will Levis did tonight. It was well worth it. He is it. I'm not really a Jersey guy at this point in my life at, at no. the age of 32. But I might sign have to, the, I, sign I, the second contract from me. Yeah, but I might have to get myself a, a Wilhelm Donovan Levis jersey because, I mean, this kid is just – I mean, we're falling in love with him. Dude, he's got the stones. And I was not a believer. Like I said, me, me and you either. hated it. Me and you were uh, just like this on this podcast when we drafted him that night. I was sipping on Jack Daniels that night, and I said, listen, this guy better be Josh Allen 2.0, but even better. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying he's that right now, but he sure as hell looks like he's on the trajectory of that because we got to get this right, man. We got to surround him with a lot of talent, offensive line, and we could turn it around like you've been saying this whole time. But uh, I think and this division, and not to cut you off, this no, you're good. Is, is, is very vulnerable. Jacksonville, I think, are frauds. Houston, I think, is playing a little over their heads this year. No one really thought they'd be ah, that good. They're I'm good. Gonna... Listen, CJ Shot is the real deal. But they also are beatable, as is Indianapolis. So I believe if we get this right in the draft and in free agency, there is not a doubt in my mind we can win this division next year, 100%. Uh, I, I mean, like you said, you you hit it. Um, I'm happy as hell that we got our first road victory Monday night. I actually sat with my wife. She watched the Giants win, come back. I watched the Titans win. We were all Texan, happy as hell. I appreciate – we appreciate every single one of you, the 52 of you that are in the chat on YouTube and all you guys watching on Twitter. So, please, if you're watching, uh, retweet the videos, hit the like button, subscribe. Um, we're going to be here all week. We're going to break down the Houston-Texans game on Tuesday. Uh, we may even try to bring a fan in from Houston and, and try to um, – engage with them a little bit and talk some smack to them on Thursday. Um, so guys go, go to bed happy. It's a victory Tuesday for us. We got our first road victory. We have Will Levis as our quarterback. Then you got anything else before we sign out? No. Well, Sammy just said Sal is coming on way too minutes. So let him give us his three minute aneurysm before we go to bed. He had 
Apparently had some better things to do tonight. Now he wants to jump on, you know. Sal, Sal wants to probably choke me for saying that um, Rabel, this, 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 he's going to say, oh, this had nothing to do with Rabel. This had nothing to do with Rabel. He should, he's going to throw the water bottle, throw the water bottle. He should have, he should have used those timeouts with the minute and 44. He should have not ran the ball and all this other stuff. I get it because I was one of those guys in the second half. I get it. I mean, the first half, you know, before the uh, halftime. I wanted, I wanted them to throw the ball, but you know what? Everything worked out in favor for us. There was a lot of mistakes before that, so I would love to hear what he has to say. So if we have to wait, we got to bullshit a couple minutes more before he comes on to make his debut. We'll see what he has to say. Yeah, it might have been a short night tonight with the cards. I mean, he had some better things to do, apparently. I mean, what are we, like the fucking ugly stepchild? I'm, I'm pissed I just threw my water bottle, too, because I'm really thirsty. This had nothing to do with Rabel. Here he goes in his fucking Hawaiian shirt. Come on, get on the show. Let's go. Stop. Yeah, fucking. yeah. What are we doing, Sal? Stop fucking uh, rolling joints and diddling yourself. Whatever. This you had do. nothing to do with Rabel. He says it, it didn't have anything to do with Rabel. But you know what? Rabel wasn't to blame if we lost this game or if we won this game. But we do know that the the locker room. Is in all in on Vrabel, so that's what I'm happy about because listen, he stopped and he put a game plan together with the coordinators to go toe to toe with the number one offense in the league to not score a touchdown, an offensive touchdown in three quarters. Three quarters, he's going you get him on, yes, Salvatore. Listen, I'm like two minutes away from my house. I got locked out of my freaking job, and, they, and my boss told me, just go fucking home. So first of all, <laughs> put me on speaker number one. You are on speaker, dickhead, with your dumbass fucking twisted T in your picture. I had to go into work. I got locked out. Yeah, yeah, you got locked out. Yeah, yeah. Dog, did the dog eat your homework, too? You don't think I wanted to be on this show. You're out of your freaking mind. Did the dog eat your homework, too? <laughs> Doing 90 miles an hour on Route 80 trying to get back to my freaking house so I can get on my laptop. Right. I'm going in the driveway. Jared, be prepared. I'll be right there in three minutes. Set the timer. All right. Well, you got 90 seconds. Hurry up, motherfucker. You got it. This guy is going to say something about Vrabel, and I I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. We did. We did a solid half hour. He's gonna come in here. He's gonna want. He's gonna want his rant. What's the rain like, this, on ha this has parade, this man. has nothing to do with Rabel. He's gonna say he put a game plan together. Like I said, to to stop the number one offense without without a touchdown in three quarters, and we did it two times against them. The last two times we played them. And I don't want to give uh, that that first touchdown where where Garger he muffed that uh, that uh, yeah. that punt. That um, that's. I don't even count that as a touchdown. No. All right, they had the ball at the three no. yard line. anybody anybody could anybody could have scored from there with that offense, that offensive style that the Dolphins have. You give them four chances there, they're going to score. Yeah, and I don't even really put that on. That had to be an impulse decision by Garrer because, like you tweeted it, you're taught that at the pee wee level. You you when you're when you back up, you should know in your head how many steps you take backwards before you're at that ten yard line. As soon as you know that you're at that 10-yard line and that ball bounces, run away. the dude, run out of the end zone. Run the opposite direction. Run out of bounds. You know what I mean? There was just you're playing hero ball there. You know, you, you wanna you wanna live to see another down. You know, one of my peewee coaches growing up used to say, Don't make a bad play worse. Exactly. You know, live to see another down. Exactly. You know what the best part about it is they they 
they put Vrabel on the TV. Yeah, and I heard, heard him from the mouth. He's like, yeah, yeah. No, he said, I don't I give don't a fuck. Give a fuck. Yeah. He probably said, like, yo, you, yo, you see Gargar going like this and everything yeah. like that. Like, dude, you're at the 10, like you said. Get the hell away from the ball. Yeah. Poison someone, someone saying it. And will I mean, you, listen, that's probably a position he's probably played his whole life. He probably returned kicks and punts, so he should know better. He's an undrafted guy, made a bad mistake. We won the game, but we still need to figure it out at that return position, man. What are you looking at over there? Oh, I got, I got, a, I got a, a comment over here. It says so. Jarrett losing had nothing to do with Rabel, but now when Rabel has something to do with it, I never said. Vra I said Rabel actually had a, 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 um, he put the game plan together. Yes, but the players will Levis. Garger, you, you're there not going to put is. that on Garger or Thank anything. you, Bryce. Thank nope. you, Bryce. Let him know, Bryce. Nope. Nothing is Vrabel's fault when we lose, but when we win, he's fucking Vince Lombardi the second. I never said anything. I said he put the game plan together for this game. He didn't put shit together. We didn't. What we, the we, fuck did he put together? Three quarters, the number one offense in the, in the NFL didn't score nothing. Okay? Oh, no, no, no. Take, take, take away... Take away. What happens if we lost that? What happens if we lost that game? If it wasn't for Will Levis, Garger, you're, you're going to blame three hundred dollars. You're going to you're going to blame, uh, blame uh, Mike Vrabel uh, on the Garger um, a muff punt. You're going to blame Vrabel on the seven fucking uh, offside penalties that we got on the offensive line. Yes, he's no undisciplined. Undisciplined. We had a, a, a turnstile on the offensive line every goddamn week. No, beyond that, how about the fucking full starts? Yeah, exactly. They should be working on that all day, every day, and it keeps you don't think happening. They do that? You don't think they do that? If they do, it's not working. <laughs> Obviously not. There is, because there is, there, we there have backups is, as the offensive line. There is dysfunction in so many areas of this freaking football team. Why is the ringleader of the team getting no blame? What, what we, we let this motherfucker receive the punt again. He almost muffed it. Whose decision was that? That wasn't Vrabel's decision to put this no-name motherfucker back out there that almost ruined it again? I would have put Tajay Spears back there. I would have put no, my freaking mother Tajay. out there before that guy again. I don't that know about your mother, but... That guy's never seen an NFL snap again in his freaking life. But we put him out there for one more. Listen, I I hate being the guy that comes on here after a win and talks shit and gets upset. But, but I, you know I knew he's coming this back was... next year, right, Sal? You know Vrabel's going to be back next year. I, I don't Have you know accepted anything. that yet? Because it's probably going to happen. I don't it's know anything. Probably, it's going to happen. I don't know anything, guys. We won this game because of Will Levis, the guy we thought was the third-string quarterback going into the year. A guy that let, Rabel didn't even want to play until about four weeks ago. So now all of a sudden he's the best coach in the fucking world again because we won it's, one road game against a good team. They didn't say Come he was on. the best coach in the world, but he Get put a hell of a game plan together with, with no Jeffrey Simmons, with no uh, Christian Fulton, with, with no, no Ryan Stonehouse. Exactly. Oh, so again, when all the cards are stacked against us and we win, it's Rabel, jerk fest. But when shit goes fucking awful, like it did for the first three quarters of this game, then it was back to Vrabel's freaking ass again. No, no, no. I, I enjoy getting worked up about the Titans because they're the only thing I care about besides health, money, and family. But I don't like getting worked up over the Titans after a win. That doesn't that I don't enjoy doing that. 
And the only reason I'm doing it is because I'm tired of these people. Sal, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think that locker room believes in Mike Vrabel? Yes or no? No. Okay. I do not. I do not. You're out of your mind. We just had a guy leave and said, thank fucking God. Oh, I know because he wasn't good enough. I know. We had a guy leave and say, oh, welcome in, Kevin Byard. We do things differently around here. You're telling me that doesn't involve the stuff that the head coach does? What, what about Jamil Johnson, who actually strip-sacked uh, Tua today, who who told everybody, stop worrying about the fucking defense and start worrying about the offense? He comes back after he said that about the team and makes a huge play today. Too. Yeah, that's something. They're, cel- they're, they're, whoa, celebrating, whoa, whoa. The, they're celebrating wait, 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 on Instagram we're, Live we're with jumping, Jeffrey Simmons. We're jumping over the fact that that's a fucking ass-clown thing to say. You don't throw your offense under the bus during an interview. That's something somebody on a disciplined football team with a head coach that has a locker room in order wouldn't allow to happen. But we don't want to talk about that. Guys, this was a – this game – was like unbelievable. This shouldn't even have been a game. We dominated them defensively from first little whistle to last. The problem was we continued to let them stay in the game because we don't know how to call an offense. We don't like to throw the ball deep when we have DeAndre fucking Hopkins and a quarterback who can throw it 60 yards on his knees. We don't want to do anything that's going to progress this offense because we don't like to score points. You hear the guys, you hear the guys bullshitting about it on, on the broadcast. Like it's a joke. Oh, Mike Vrabel loves this shit. Tie game, fourth quarter. Yeah, you know, oh, no. Yeah, sp- but the guy goes, well, ESPN. maybe he'd want his, his, his uh, team to score more. And he's like, nah, no. Rabel likes to win games in the last possession. People think like this. That's ridiculous. That is yeah, insanity. But, but the game plan, obviously, the adjustments in the second half obviously worked. Will Levis is a star. That is Absolutely. what happened, Jared. Yeah, because they turned I don't him loose. I do it, Mike Vrabel. They turned him loose. I didn't say anything about that. I said he put a great game plan together. Yeah, uh, I also think you owe Harold Landry an apology because oh he is God, returning. He made one fucking yeah. play. Sal, he, he, he had three sacks tonight. He had three sacks tonight. He's up to almost eight and a half, nine sacks for the year. With eight four and a half. Okay, and no. we are the one of the worst situational defenses in the league. We had a great night tonight. I'm not going to complain at all about the defense. Every other week. We keep them off the board, but on third and 18, third and 15, we let up a first down. I don't want to hear about all I'm all saying it. is his first year back after an ACL, he's up to eight and a half sacks with four games left. Yeah, I and they're the quietest eight and a half sacks in NFL history. Eight and a half sacks is eight and a half sacks, bro. They were loud tonight. On a five-win team yeah. that, that can't get off the field on third and long, I don't know how great that is. Well, he's going to be back next year, and so is Mike Vrabel, so you need to go to bed tonight accepting that. I'll accept – I'm not ready to just – I'm not ready to just throw Harold Landry away. I just don't think he's worth the money. Like, I didn't think he was worth the money when it happened. But that's besides the point. I just um, – you guys saw the video I put up. I'm, I was so freaking elated. By the way, I would have made like $300 if this if they didn't just decide to, to just front Miami two touchdowns in the last freaking five minutes of the game. Um, I don't know. I'm stuck in week three. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Like we've been losing nonstop since week three. So I don't know what's changed since then besides, you know, Will Levis stick, you know, pulling his nuts out of his pants and swinging them around at the Dolphins. That's all. That's what happened. Again, guys, we, we, everyone's like, oh, that tweet aged poorly when I put the, how we, we get the ball back after a blocked punt and we run it three times and punt it. And then we get the ball with 20 seconds and then we take shots down the field. That's ludicrous. That was the that only thing I would have, no that, that was the only thing I would agree with you on today. I, I tweeted it as well. Yeah. He does shit like, like that every week, Jerry, you know, but, it, but, but like I, I'll call it out and I'll, I'll eat my words too, but it was third and two. It would have been third and two 
but we got negated with with that penalty. We were still moving the ball, but the penalties absolutely killed us. Ray Dunes, every single week, he has two to three penalties a week. It's it's getting to be ridiculous, but we have no one else to put out there. So, I mean, we, we what we to, can do is try to – but, again, I know when things go wrong, it's always the player's fault, the coordinator's fault. It's nothing to do with the coach. Um, but that's something that a good coach would figure a way out to correct. I'm sorry. These are egregious things that continue to happen. How many goddamn false starts are we going to have? Will Levis been the I, starter for two months now? I agree, but who knows? We have backups, backups, guys, as as starters right now on the offensive line. Guys that are not, uh, you know, prone to starting in the NFL. Again, Nick West, Nick, Nick Westbrook, Akina jumps when a, a defensive line shifts uh, on defense. I, I'm I going mean, him by the way. That smirk after that drop. Adios, buddy. I don't. I. 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 I'm done. I don't give a shit. I don't I'm, uh, I'm taking him over Traylon Burks because the one catch for one yard. I'm Listen, done with him. I, again, he has not shown up at all in two seasons. If Burks isn't hurt, then yes, he's a complete bust. But I just I want to know if he's healthy because I've seen him do incredible things when healthy. If he's healthy, then he just doesn't give a shit anymore. And good riddance, another John Robinson wasted pick that we can definitely credit for why Mike Vrabel is doing a poor job coaching his football team because that's what we continue to do each week, but that's fine. At the end of the day, Nick Westbrook-Akina should not be on an NFL – should not – I'm not saying he shouldn't be on an NFL roster, but he should he should be a, uh, you know, a fence NFL roster guy. He, he's not a number two. He's not a number three. Not if you want to win games in January and February. He's just not, guys. You got to take the blinders off. I know he makes a couple catches here and there. That's like, oh, wow, you know, he stays on the field, and he's not very good, guys. He's a below-average wide receiver. Um, and, again, that smile after that drop, that was it for me. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, don't, I don't care for that at all. And um, what I love is that Will Levis looks like the freaking world is ending every time something goes wrong. And, again, that is what you need, and that is what sets apart the, you know, like – I'm trying to think like the, the Philip rivers front, even though he wasn't really in the same level as far as the other people I'm going to mention, but that, that separates the good from the great, the guys that lose sleep at night when their teams don't play well, talent can only take you so far. Okay. I think Josh Allen was one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league with God given talents that guys could only dream of, but I don't think he stays up at night after game, after losses. I, I just don't. And you need to Tom Brady still has the fire on her stomach. He still loves talking about the nights where he went, went head-to-head with guys and now, you know, things of that nature. So we got the guy. We got the guy. That's all that needs to be said. Where there's a will, there's a way. That's the yeah. greatest freaking line I've heard. I know NFL. Put that on a that. T-shirt. Oh, it's got to be on a T-shirt. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, it is close to 1 in the morning. We know yep. Sal get, just gets his night started at I mean, 1 in the morning. On, but... on ESPN right now, you got they're showing the Titans locker room. You're a wise-ass. Right you know that? It's showing the Titans locker room. You're a funny, You're a funny a wise-ass. I'd rather be a smart-ass than a dumb-ass. That's you know? true. That's true. I'll give you that. <laughs> put that on a T-shirt, too. I will. I will. And then we're going to put another thing. We're going to put uh, – I'd sign uh, up for that. Looking like Stevie Wonder on our fucking T-shirt too. He's <laughs> That's a good one. We can get one of your veins popping out real bad. Yeah, looking around. Yeah, Garrett with his fucking genie shit. You know, you know what we should do. You know what we should do to stir the pot a little bit before we go. We should get a side by side of Sal and, and Tommy DeVito with the headbands. <laughs> uh, I know. You know. I'm, I'm now. I, I I don't drink on the weekdays, my guy. But I will be. Drink, I will be grabbing something that uh. 
facility like this. You'll, you'll know what it is. But yeah, I know Tommy DeVito. I've not. I've heard somebody say that I kind of resemble him too. And there's there's worse looking guys out there. Where's so he I'll from? Say. North Jersey. Livingston, bro. He's. Pro- I'm telling you, I played basketball with him. I am positive. He has been to the West Caldwell Community Center and West, West Caldwell. West Caldwell. West Caldwell. West Caldwell. I'll tell you another shirt we got to get. We got to get a, a shirt with Mike Vrabel and uh, Jarrett and a little backpack behind him. <laughs> like he's, yeah, like I he's can, a yeah, I, I can be like, like he's a Fortnite yeah, backpack. He's getting over the Tannehill thing. Let's not throw the Vrabel thing no, on No, I'm done, I'm done with the Tannehill What's the percentage thing? on Tannehill, by the way? I want to confirm it's still it's, zero. It's, it's been it's zero. Been it's sure? Been you don't want to give him a Listen, shot against Houston in the, in the Oilers uniform next week? Absolutely not. I was so tempted and I, I hated on I, – I'll admit when I'm wrong. I, I was, I was wrong. Don't insinuate I, I that I don't. Never said anything about okay. you. I said me. I admit when I'm wrong, and I was fearful of because we've been scarred as Titan fans. Jake Locker, Marcus Mariota, Zach Mattenberg. I can go on and on. Billy Bold. That that waiting of the quarterback. Rusty I was scarred. Smith, for, yeah, I was. Hasselbeck. Yeah, I was scarred wrong. to move on from Ryan Tannehill because we knew that Ryan Tannehill can have an offense move. But now that we have Mr. Levis on, on Sports Center right now, that's my quarterback right there. That's Absolutely. your quarterback, huh? I'm that's not going to let anyone forget who said from day one. I'm not going to forget him. either Malik Willis. Start him. Fair Dude, and fair. Was, well, they cancel each other out. That's how math works, I think. That's it. PEMDAS. You guys act yeah, you got to put one over the other. You guys and act by... as if I bought a Malik Willis freaking plaque and I bow down to it every week. You I might said have, the kid has know. potential. We didn't use him right either. You want to bet he goes to a team like, I don't know, the Saints or the Raiders. and or Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Anywhere, or- <laughs> where, anywhere where they have somebody with brain cells to run an offense, I think he will at least look better than he did in two-tone blue. But you know what? I can see Adios. him in San Fran. I can see him in San Francisco maybe in that that kind of offense where it's a, it's a quarterback favorable system. Who knows? Either way, I don't give a shit. Either I way. Never- Either let's, way. let's be happy. Let's let's – Let's rejoice in the fact that Will Levis is here. We need to do the right thing by him, and we could turn this shit around <laughs> overnight. Let's win out. I just I said it earlier, Sal. Let's let's, we have three of our last four games at home. Who knows? Seattle, if CJ, who knows if banged CJ up Houston squad coming to town? Who knows if CJ Stroud even plays next week with the concussion? We're at home. We'll be wearing the Oilers jersey. We're riding high after this. I'll tell you what. We win next week. Oh no, and, we're winning next week, I'm and we're six and eight. With three games left, we're winning next week. No listen, matter what happens after that. Listen, crazy things have happened. I know everyone's hurt. Everybody's fucking hurt. Burrow's yeah. hurt. The Jets are a mess. Uh, they, them winning. Hurt. Yeah, Stroud's hurt. Lawrence is hurt. Everyone's fucking hurt. Geno's hurt. We got fucking Jersey Joe, South Jersey legend Joe Flacco leading the Cleveland Browns. I mean. Yeah, didn't you have over 300 yards or some shit? Insane. Insane. Shout you know out what? Shout out Audubon's finest, Joe Flacco. Team leader, put that Sammy, put that comment up. Something was in the air tonight, man. Something was in the air tonight. Might have been uh our 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 late great tight end, Frank Wycheck. RIP to him. But uh yeah, that was a special game. And again, you know, I'm gonna kill myself for not just betting the money line instead of betting the points with the fucking under. But again, that's just Titan miscues, extra Titan fourteen miscues. points. Nothing, nothing new there. What do you mean that? But muff punt and the freaking fumble wasn't a miscue. No, I'm just saying that's how th- we we're supposed to lose games. We're supposed to win. Yeah, but the oh, miscues happen every single week, oh, nonstop. 
and someone's going to have to hold somebody accountable if we want to take the next step. This coaching they, staff ain't making us take the next step, guys, no matter how good Levis is. <sighs> you guys know that. So that's what's got to change. Otherwise, we're going to set ourselves up for an insanity, doing the same thing, expecting a different result. I mean, that's listen, I, I, I think what I said the other week about um, them wanting Vrabel back contingent on the fact he has to be okay with the, the, the changes that are going to come to the staff. Because they are most definitely coming. I think Amy and Ram want Vrabel here if he's okay with the other moves that have to be made. Yeah. That's neither here nor there at the moment. We will see over the next month or so. Um, but with that being said, we brought up him earlier, Frank Wycheck. Rest in peace, my man. That was devastating news. Um, you know, he's a, he's a local guy as well, so it hits hits me a little harder. He's pretty well known in this area. He's a Philadelphia guy. Went to Archbishop Ryan. Yeah, he he went to Archbishop Ryan in Northeast Philly. So he's a local legend around this area. Um, So, uh, uh, you know, RIP 52, that's way too young to go. Supposedly it was a freak accident as well. He he fell and hit his head. I mean, I know there's been rumors that he's been having issues with depression and anger the last few years. So hopefully it wasn't CTE related. But nonetheless, you know, a big part of our childhood – the Music City Miracle has been the background on my laptop since I got it in like 2014. Yeah. So, you know, an integral part of our childhood, but hopefully he's up there with McNair, you know, enjoying themselves, having a beer, you know, shooting the shit. And, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but that's a part of life. So rest in peace. Why yep. check prayers are out to you and your family. But there might have been some something special in the air tonight. You, you might be right there, Sal. So. Let's ride that momentum into next week. You know, let's take care of the Texans and um, go six and eight. And then, you know, listen, crazier things. Go on a little run, man. That 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 last wild card spot is a clusterfuck right now. So we went out. I mean, Ooh, it's funny. Could you, could you imagine? It sounds like you guys might be thinking yourselves six and one in our last seven might be a possibility. That's odd. <laughs> That is very odd. Who would have thought? You of didn't that? even believe it last week, so don't give me that. Yeah. Shit. It's just so ironic. It's just ah, you yeah, guys were I like, know. "Hey, remember this guy who said, uh, you know?" And we're not gonna. We're not. We, we might win another game in reality because at the end of the day, when this team is as undisciplined and fucking dysfunctional as they are, bad teams find ways to lose. And even though we have a great quarterback, I can't depend on anyone with a headset on to do the right thing. Maybe Shane Bowen because the defense really did a good freaking job, especially without ninety eight. I got to give him Monty Hooker, that. man, hell of a night. Yeah, we Monty said it. We Hooker, said it earlier. Yeah. Monty Hooker. Yeah. Al Zaire had a horrible game. He better step up next week because he was just looked like he had no intentions of doing anything. Arnie, he had a good game. Didn't hear Fulton's name get called at all. He, he was play. out. Oh, that's right. He wasn't playing. That's that's why his name wasn't called. So the pass, out the pass rush was there, man. They. Oh yeah. From the start start of the game, we, we knocked them three straight Dolphins players went down. Tyree Kill, I think Xavier Howard and their center went down right away. Yeah, so six, I mean, right? We, Did we end up cool. with six sacks? Five, five, five sacks. Five sacks, three were from Howard Landry. So yeah. I mean they 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 came to play on Monday night, especially without their stars. So I mean I, I it shocked the shit out of me when 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 I saw that and they were down when they were down 27-13, I said this is typical man just gifting them touchdowns and then Will Levis went right down the field and scored 15 points in three minutes. I said, you know what, this kid's got stones like the wheelbarrow for South Park. He's gonna walk. He's gonna roll into Nashville like that tomorrow. My goodness, man. I mean, I we, get my, this I get if my... we get this right, uh, we could turn around like Vinny says. We could yeah. turn this around very, very, very. 
Got to give my dad credit on one last thing before we leave. He said immediately after he was drafted or shortly before he was drafted, the one thing you're going to find out about this, this kid that you're going to love more than anything is that he's got a steel trap for a brain. He said, I've seen this kid throw a pick six, no, you know, uh, hello, and then go right down the field and win a game. And that's literally what he did times two pretty much because he had to put two drives together. So you can't teach that. That is something that you're born with. He's literally – he has like he's, – he's a legit sociopath, and that is exactly what you need in this league in order to get the edge. Tom Brady is a sociopath, you know, and that's what we freaking need. Uh, and he is made for TV. He's a personality. He's going to bring so much more attention to the Titans. Yeah. And we're going to be a team that, that networks want to put on. And that's just a beautiful thing. And, and all hopefully the free agents and, and other guys want to play with him. Yeah. Hop's got to stay, by the way. Uh, yeah, I, I said that before you came he's on. Gotta he's gotta he, signed, he signed a two-year contract. So I know, but there's an out. There's an out. They can there, easily there get him out. I would, yeah. I would go, can, but I would go do far it. to say extend him a year. I would even oh do that. I'd love that. I fucking you know, love that. He's yeah, going to have the best, best statistical wide receiver in a long time. I mean, minus A.J. Brown. But A.J. Brown, I think, never eclipsed over 1,200 yards as a Titan. Am I wrong? I don't think so, no. I think he, I think he came close to 1,100 or he had 1,100 yards. He had 1,100. I'm pretty sure you too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Hop can can surpass 1,200 yards right now. Listen, he has, he has 900 now in four games. He has lived up to his end of the bargain tenfold. Ooh. He deserves another freaking contract. Um, so there was Hopkins. don't worry about that price. That won't happen. Uh, but listen, I, I, we need Hopkins. We need Hopkins to grow with Levis. We they have each other's shit too. So fuck him. Yeah, too no, I, I, so gives they shit. give me plenty of shit, Bryce, <laughs> the two of them. So it, it's a two way street, but I love that they already have the relationship that they actually feel comfortable oh yelling at each other. Yeah, and at the end of the day, they still is, play. Look at each other. Look at, uh, both of their Instagrams. They're always like commenting on each other's yeah. pictures and shit. Yeah. So yeah, I mentioned that about how that wasn't the way with Julio. I've mentioned yeah, that. There's, that there's, way with there's definitely a relationship there. And, you know, we reiterate, we we talked about it earlier. You know, he's the kind of guy that players want to play with. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. The and they want to fight for. They yeah. want to fight for. He elevates the play of the players around them, which is something that Tannehill couldn't do, and that's nothing against him. But, um, you I know, you guys to, to see him do this as a rookie is – is special and if he can tame the way he plays because he can't be lowering as much as we love to see it he can't be lowering his sh- shoulder in the defensive lineman and linebackers and diving for first down i mean we love to see it the enthusiasm the aggression i mean he is a tight end playing but you, quarterback. But you ha- i don't care i don't care you yeah, do that smart. shit long enough it, it's short-lived but if you can just tame that you know even when you saw rabel say take it easy calm down you know, but if he contain that and we do the right thing by him, I said it before you came on, Sal. He'll be a top five quarterback as soon as next year. You know, if we do right by him, so absolutely, man. You guys you don't know. understand. I mean, you guys do understand. And we're gonna close out. I'm saying you guys gotta go. What he did, what he did on the stage, he did it on the night that he did it during the week is unheard of. Okay, guys, look at the stat they showed. No team with three minutes to go on the road has ever won in the last. Eight years, three minutes or less. 767. This is the guy. I said it. Everything that's happened in this organization, the bad draft picks, the bad general managers, the bad swings and misses at quarterback, they've led us to this kid, this freaking kid. And that is why I wanted him to start since day one. And I knew the second I saw his face on the couch during that draft night that whoever was going to get this guy 
was going to be happy with their selection. And sure the hell, sure the hell enough, it was us. And I was happy from the jump. And now it's go time. It's go time. So we got to get new coordinators on offense. And I'm going to, I'll watch, I'll watch the, uh, the locker room speech. If Rabel gives this kid some credit, if Rabel gives this kid a hug or something or shows the kids any kind of, any kind of, you know, love at all. Gratitude. Then maybe, then maybe I can, I can stomach him for another year, but he better basically, I'm not even going to say what he should do in the locker room to Will Levis, but that's for a conversation for another day. But, um, you guys can close this out because I was just a guest tonight. Oh, you're a you're a guest on, on our just, show. I was or? just a guest tonight. I was just again. I, I wish mean, I was yeah, on I mean, from the start. Usually, it's Sal's world, and we're just living in it. No, we had, yeah, okay. But we had sure. the pleasure of having you on as our guest because sure. you got locked out of your. You want to see the fucking texts? I don't. I'm not, it's, not that, it's not that important. Relax. Take it easy. All right. Oh, we had over there getting all aggressive and shit. I'm, I'm really just. You know, mad. You know what he's gonna I do? slipped and hit, man. We, I should have fucking. The under should have hit. Oh, that stupid asshole freaking punt returner. Ever, <laughs> not, whatever. Well, he won't be on the team probably next year. So next week, I, next yeah. year. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. But either way, great win, great performance. Great show tonight, fellas. Sal, we love that you came on. Um, Jared held it down for us, hosted tonight. You know, anything else either of you goombas want to say? Billy Jean is my lover. That's all I gotta say. Whatever that means, Sammy. We're going, we're going, you know, we're going. We're going you don't know the reference. Tell me the reference, so Billy. Have you ever heard of the song Billy Jean? Yeah, I know Billy Jean. Billy Jean is not my lover. They say it 15 times in the song. That's the reference. So what the fuck does Billy Jean have to do with Will Levis? Because that's my nickname for him. Because his first name is Will, which could be short for Bill. And his last name is Levis, which is short, which is the same spelling as the biggest jean company on the planet. Billy Jean. You're, Billy you, Jeans. That is that is Martin Scorsese like creativity. I didn't come up with it. I did not come up with it. Somebody on on X did. I'll give them the credit when I find them. But that being said, call him what you want. He is our boy, and he's here to stay. Sammy, send us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much. Until next time, follow the Sick Podcast Talking Titans on YouTube, Instagram. Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.